I don't think there's anything intrinsically wrong with women doing OnlyFans, mm -hmm. as long as I had influence and control over it. What do you mean? Do a bit of photographer and get the angles, yeah? No, 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 I'm not doing any real work, but just like taking all the money. Huh? If my chick said, I want to do OnlyFans, I'm like, all right, then cool, go do it. How much you made? 10 grand, all right, give me eight. All right, cool. All right. Why would, what woman is going to give you eight grand? You're my What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Chemical X Podcast. I'm your girl, Alessia. I'm Veronica, and welcome back, guys. As always, if you haven't subscribed, subscribe right now. Comment, like, leave a comment down below, and also leave us five stars on Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening. Lately, a lot of you have been commenting on YouTube, and I can't tell you how exciting it is to like see everyone's comments. So keep that going because it's so fun. Mm-hmm. So guys, today we have an episode that we have no choice but to do it at this point. We have no choice. It's been something that I've been personally avoiding and haven't been wanting to do. Um, I've been against doing it, but sometimes you just, you got to do what you got to do. Sometimes you just have to step out of your comfort zone. You got to speak for the people. So today, and I'm sure you can tell this by the title, we are going to be talking about the one and only, the very infamous Andrew, Andrew Tate. Tate. So the thing about Andrew Tate is you either hate him or you love him. There's kind of no middle ground. Yeah, but before we even go there, let's explain to anyone who's listening who's only a chemical X virgin <laughs> and doesn't know anything about Andrew Tate, who he is and what he stands for. So Andrew Tate is um, a kickboxing champion. So that's actually how he got his like raise to fame was through kickboxing. Um, and then he's like big in the business world, um, does like mm -hmm. motivational business talks and where he made most of his money was through cam web so he like hired oh right his yeah. webcam business his yeah web but that was scamming yeah well when i was reading the inter when i was listening to the interview that's the vibe i was getting yeah basically a girl would stand in front of a computer and act like she's typing to all these men where they're exploiting for money mm -hmm. and it would be andrew tate and whoever he had running the business who are actually answering yeah basically saying like i will come see you like send me money and like one guy sent a million like it's been it's they they've made a lot of money through wow. that yeah no that's true i forgot about that and then um in recent years you know he's been really big on social media well i would say in recent year probably like this past year so he it's got the last social yeah so it's been the last six months where everybody knows who andrew tate is mm -hmm. he is the most googled man at the moment mm -hmm. um and he really got big I would say off of like viral clips that started going around on TikTok. So that's where he really started mm -hmm. like blowing up. Um, pretty much his claim to fame is not his motivational and his business, you know, sense. It's actually his controversial views on relationships, on women, um, and just like a bunch of crazy shit that he said that's kind of landed him now banned from social media, but, you know, landed him just gaining a lot of attention, both bad and good. So today we're going to talk about it. We're, we're going to dissect it. We're, we're going to dive right in. in. <laughs> um, and I know that a lot of men are very, very, very pro Andrew Tate. And a lot of male listeners agree with everything he says. It, it's, it's really been a cult at this point and it's, it's a bit scary. And I would say that the majority of his audience is younger kids. Like, I think the people who really are fueled by his content are like 13, 14, 15 year old, maybe 16 year old. Okay, I'm just adding every age, but like, <laughs> you know, like a younger audience of kids, men in particular, yeah. boys. I think that's the reason we actually decided to make an episode on this because we did not need to give him any more attention. The guy is... I'm going to be real. A marketing genius. Mm -hmm. He doesn't need the chemical X, you know. He doesn't need our 5,000 views he does for him. not. But, I mean, to be honest, this is a this is something that's actually come to the point where it's been touching us and we've seen the effects mm -hmm. of his content. So I think at this point, like it is something that's a part of our lives and it is something that affects us and is real enough for us to like tangibly be able to be like, no, we are seeing the effects of this guy's content and like maybe we should talk about it. So throughout, I think when we started growing on, on TikTok, um, every second comment I would say is an Andrew Tate fan fan. 
his cult basically he has like people writing crazy shit under any episode and of ours anything any, any video anything it started that we with post. tiktok now it's youtube it's really mm-hmm. become like insane yeah any anything we post it could be the most like simple not controversial not anything post people will find a way to attack us and and i'm not even saying this other than the fact like i'm not even assuming it's literally just because we're women with a podcast they're coming on and bringing on this like oh top g andrew tate would never let you speak like this just like all this stuff that it's like first of all you don't even know fucking andrew tate so i don't know why you're acting like you know him Mm -hmm. um and they just really are are spreading hate like there's nothing other than the fact that these people I'm not saying everybody who listens to Andrew Tate. I'm saying these people that are going out of their way to comment this kind of like crazy following he's gathered are actually doing nothing but spreading hate. If you ever look in a comment section and find the people that are into Andrew Tate and you don't even need to know that they're into him. You could always tell from a mile away by what they're saying. And they say fucked up shit like they say really degrading, misogynistic, sexist, rude things. Mm -hmm. And at this point, it's just become so common and almost like cool to spread this kind of hate on women yeah like if you agree with andrew tate then you're a cool guy yeah but there's so i don't even know where to start there's so many things and yeah i've been even like noticing that a lot of women to agree with him with certain things but i do believe he contradicts himself so much Mm -hmm. he says certain things and then you hear him in an interview saying something else and it's completely different and it's like choose who are you do you actually believe andrew tate believes what he's saying Mm -hmm. or all of it I personally, I think that he is, like you said, he's a marketing genius. Yeah. I think he knows exactly what he's doing. Exactly what he's saying. Exactly how to say it. He knows every single time that whatever he's saying is going to get a rise out of someone. And that's exactly why he does it. Do I think that he believes everything he says? Probably not. Do I think like, yes, it might be something he believes, but to believe it as strongly as he portrays that he believes it. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. Because you can't go like there's shit that he says and like stuff that comes out of his mouth that if you would go around speaking like that constantly like no one would surround themselves with you like you wouldn't get girls if you were talking that way like people would not want to hang out with you not want to associate themselves with you if you're telling a girl straight up to her face that you don't value her as a human and she's a fucking she's a possession you know what i mean like nobody's nobody's gonna hang around with you so like obviously maybe you do believe it but you you're not portraying it on the level that you are when you are in the media on a podcast doing something for attention you're obviously gonna it's like us it's like on our podcast we believe everything we say but we always say it in a way that we know is gonna cause the most entertainment yeah right and that's fine but also what are you saying right Mm -hmm. there is so many young people who look up to him and i think that's the scariest part about what comes out of his mouth he is in the one percent of people who can actually live a life that's remotely like that right Mm -hmm. now all these people who are listening to him are nowhere near his caliber yeah and they're taking advice from him which is the most fucked up thing like normal people don't live like that not everyone thinks that way Mm -hmm. we always talk about like if you believe every man is a cheater that's because every single person you're around cheats on their wives cheats on their girlfriends so you have that belief that everyone is this certain way same thing with andrew tate when you're in a certain area of life when you're at a certain bracket of life you are around a different type of person yeah and maybe the people that he surrounds themselves the one woman that he surrounds himself are that kind of woman maybe but there is so many people in this world yeah that you cannot generalize for everyone. You cannot generalize that every woman is like this. Every man is like this. Every man wants this. Every woman, wa- woman wants this. You can't. And like you're saying, these people are taking his content and applying it to their own lives where they have not even remotely the yeah. same style of life that he has. His whole marketing plan is making men hate women and mm-hmm. women hate men, which is like uh, so unnecessary. You know, in the end, like... Having a woman in your life is amazing and there's so many qualities they bring that men can never and vice versa. So I get when he talks about that and how like, you know, you need women in your life and men are the providers and all that. But then it gets so blurry when he starts opening his mouth. I think that's the thing. He's he, he'll say shit. And like at first I find myself agreeing and then he'll always say something that just fucking throws it in the garbage. And there's 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 a lot. There's a lot. I mean. One of his most controversial points mm-hmm. is that 
I don't even know which one to start with, but but I'll start with this one. Definitely one of his most controversial points is that men can cheat on their girlfriend or their wife and still be loyal, whereas a woman is not allowed to cheat. It's unacceptable, for, but for a man, it's acceptable to yeah, cheat. Yeah, because his wife is his property and she belongs to him. And he could do whatever he wants. Okay, right. But if she's your property, why wouldn't he be your property? Because he doesn't see women and men as equal. But he believes that he's not sexist and not a misogynist. Here we go. Here we go. I mean... And we've spoken about this before. We we do agree that the way men, you know, cheating is more... You know, it's less emotional than it is for women. But you can't go around saying that men are allowed to do a certain thing and then women aren't. I think both women and men bring 50% to the table. So how is it fair for one person to be allowed something but then women not i also think like the idea of men versus women completely disregards the entire lgbtq community like it's just like completely disregarding that there are different types of relationships there's so many types of relationships you could have whether it's like two males two females somebody who's non-binary like these whole gender roles and this whole fight of men and women are different like you need these certain things like it just completely disregards that whole other part Mm -hmm. of the world and community of people that also have love that also have relationships so it just like is another thing that doesn't work in his ideas you know yeah and that's what makes me so frustrated when it comes to like men can do this women can do this like women are more like this it's just like everyone can be who they want to be if i want to fucking do whatever tomorrow i could do it and so could a man Mm -hmm. everybody can do anything it's like we are taught to do certain things growing up by society, you know, like we're, we're society tells us we should go more this way. We should go more that way. And I think, you know, in this, I want to say generation, we're really trying to fight those like societal gender roles or like things that were put on us. And going to this type of content is like completely pushing us back so many years. And I, and it's true. Like you said, you know, it's really creating a divide. And like right now I find we have a lot of like, fuck men, all men are cheaters, all men are trash. And then on the other side, the completely polar opposite is like, well, fuck women, women are property, women are this, women are that, which I get that, you know, they're both existing because the other exists. You know what I mean? Like if there wasn't this intense content and like viewpoints about men, it might not exist the, the, the other extreme yeah like i think they kind of fuel each other they definitely fuel each other definitely fuel each other but i do truly believe and i spoke about this with a friend i do truly believe that it is way 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 more harmful to spread negativity about women um because there is like an actual physical danger when it comes to kind of promoting violence or promoting the fact that maybe women aren't equal or that women are property. And I'm not saying that Andrew Tate is going around beating women. I'm not saying that. If you're saying it, you're saying it, but I'm not saying it. The people that are listening are taking that away from it. You get what I'm saying? Like people that are listening to his stuff, when you're saying this sexist, sexist, misogynistic shit, it doesn't matter if you you wrap it up with, well, I'm not a misogynist. People are still listening to that and mm-hmm. they're creating their own ideas in their head and they're taking that with them. Yep. Just like what we've seen in our comments, a lot of hate, a lot of aggression, a lot of violence towards women. And already there is a insurmountably higher percentage of women who are hurt or killed by their partner, by the opposite sex mm-hmm. that you know, men don't experience that. Men are not afraid of being killed by their fucking wife. They're not afraid of being beaten by their wife. Of course it exists, but in significantly smaller numbers. Completely. So for a woman to go around saying, fuck men, fuck men, it doesn't actually pose a physical danger amount, to them. It doesn't amount to anything. It doesn't. Whereas, it's, it's, like, it's nothing. If Andrew Tate comes through and says, women are a property, yeah. then you're you're literally, you're letting men know that they can like, treat their property as if it's theirs and like i can see more physical repercussions like yeah you're literally this kind of content will literally put women in physical danger like you're promoting you're maybe not outright saying it but you're promoting ideas that will lead to women being in physical danger that we already are way we already have way higher chances of being hurt of being raped of being taken advantage of and you're now you're just making that seem a little bit more okay yeah whereas the content towards men 
I disagree. I disagree with the whole fuck men thing. We, like I said, on this podcast, we always roast both, you know? Yeah. But and even if we do less, it, we joke. Yeah. And, and yeah. But there's way less dangers of going around saying, fuck men, all men are cheaters. There's no physical danger to a man. Mm. But you're actually putting women in physical danger. And that is the one and only point that I will die for yeah. when it comes to this Andrew Tate debate. Like, it's it's one thing that I, I really stand so strongly with because you have to know what you're saying, the impact of what you're saying has when you have such a large platform. And like the impact of what he says is so clearly having a very negative, scary effect. I just don't get the whole like, I own you, you're my property. I can be married with a husband and I still don't expect my husband to say I'm your property. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm giving myself to you, but... In the at the end of the day, no matter if we have if I have a ring on my finger, if we're living together, you don't own me. Mm. You don't own me. I own myself. You own yourself, and we're making it work together. Exactly, and that's how a relationship should be. You so know, the no whole idea that anyone. the whole idea that I own you is so misogynistic. It's just and the fact it's one thing if we both own each other, but the fact that you own own me and but you I could do whatever own, you but want. But I don't own you. Yeah. Everything he says always seems to be one-sided. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can have all the perks of my woman, but then, oh yeah, she's amazing. Like, she's very good at nurturing. Yeah, it's like, but women are great. But women are great. Oh, gee, thank you so much for giving <laughs> us that. You know? it. It's honestly, it's crazy. So I want to kind of dive into... Well, before we move on, I just want to say... <clears throat> One of the things where he actually speaks about how he views women as property is he legit. I'm literally not even taking that out of context. He literally, when speaking about like if his girlfriend would have an OnlyFans, he was literally like, well, as long as I'm making a cut out of it, I don't care. And he's like, if she makes 10 grand, I keep eight because that's my property. You're selling my property. Do you know and how- that, that this came out? Guys, this came out of his mouth. Yeah. And I don't care if he truly believes it. And the fact and that it's coming out of your mouth is fucked up enough. Yeah, because he owns her. Everything she makes belongs to him. And it's like, I only hear a very insecure yeah. guy in this. Yeah. You know, because... I don't think there's anything intrinsically wrong with women doing OnlyFans. As long as I had influence and control over it. What do you mean? Doing a bit of photographer to get the angles, yeah? No, 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 no. I'm not doing any real work, but just like taking all the money. Huh? If my chick said, I want to do OnlyFans, I'm like, all right, then cool, go do it. How much you made? 10 grand, all right, give me eight. All right, cool. Why would, what woman is going to give you eight grand? You're my woman, you're doing OnlyFans, you're selling my product. What the fuck? Your product. Yes, correct. Next question. What actual man who is successful wants to take away from somebody making money? It's so weird. Why would you want to take from your partner instead of helping your partner grow? I don't get it. I don't get it either. I don't. And also that's called a pimp, so you want to pimp out. I know girlfriend. you did that in your other yeah. line of work, but like, I don't think it works that way in a relationship. No, but that's the thing. I think all of his, I just don't believe that he believes in true relationships. All this shit that he's saying, it doesn't back up in an actual real life relationship. Sure. Maybe you're a fucking millionaire, practically billionaire and you're on yachts and you have 25 cars. Yeah. You could treat women like shit and those still come around. And I'll tell you why they're not coming around to hear what you have to say. They're coming around for whatever it is you're going to give to them. And and if that's a relationship mm-hmm. that you want, no problem. But like you can't turn around and say like all women are like this and like you belong to me and da da da. Like there's so many men out there that cannot. No, no, no. I think it's actually even giving men such a bad rep mm-hmm. that so many, so many actual men don't want to associate themselves with him. And, and, you know, there's a lot. There's a, ma- a majority of them do, but there is that percentage that don't. And I, and I actually get that. It's such a bad representation of, of men. I also think that the effects that he has is also kind of negative on men's mental health as well. Like, mm-hmm. I think he promotes this whole, like, you can't get girls unless you get money, unless you have money. You can't be successful but unless you do this. But then in the same beat, he's saying, I got the most pussy I ever did when I was broke. It's like, choose. Like, what What are you trying to say here? It's insane. And then on one pod, like, he talks of all of this fucking bitches, literally calling them bitches. Fuck this, fuck that. She belongs to me. But then on another podcast, he'll be like, oh, I don't value sex. Like, I value, like, genuine connection with a woman. It's like, yeah. you cannot say that and then turn around and say this shit like you you kind of got to pick one yeah (laughs) you know so it's just a lot of different contradicting things that the people that are listening are just hearing the trigger words of what they want to hear this toxic controversial 
literally misogynistic stuff and they're running with it Mm -hmm. and like that's the issue the issue it has nothing to do with andrew tate it really doesn't it's i don't andrew tate might be a cool guy he might be a whatever i literally don't give a fuck it's what he's saying and how he's saying it and the effect that it's having that he knows it's having he knows exactly Mm -hmm. what he's doing that's the issue that's the real issue is what he's saying it's not about him it's not about what he likes not about how he lives his life it's literally the shit that he's saying so let's dive right into some of the things he says. Mm. So he says that a lot of the world's problems would be solved if women walked around with the number on their forehead of how many people they slept with. What are your thoughts? I mean, why? What was his like idea behind if like what would it change? It just would fix everything in the world. Everything. Hunger, like everything. <laughs> because what? Men know how many people we slept with? Apparently, that's... You know, for me, this whole body count thing is insane because there's no... When he did the interview, um, he was interviewing an older woman. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how old she was, but she was like, so you won't value a woman if she, she had a body count that's over 50. He's like, absolutely not. That's disgusting. That's a whore. The thing that kills me about body count and what's so funny to me is it's such an easy thing to lie about. Because there is absolutely no physical reproduction, like repercussions. Mm-hmm. Reproductions, there's definitely reproductions. <laughs> but there's no repercussions from sleeping with someone. I could sleep with the same guy 2,000 times and I could sleep with 2,000 different men. And there's no, there's no difference. difference. You would never be able to know that it was with 2,000 different men no or difference. it was just one guy 2,000 times. Like, you would never know. It's I don't easy think thing- his, his meaning behind it is that, though. Okay. I think it's trying to say that if you open yourself up to that many men, then you're not the kind of girl I want to be with because you're not special in his eyes because you, you gave yourself out to, to so many men. And what's his body count? <laughs> exactly. I have, and I'll say this, I have no problem with someone valuing body count when they're looking for a partner but you better value your body count the exact same way. And That's it's, all I it's always the men who have the highest body counts who want to be nitpicky on how many girls has she slept with. Yeah. It's like, I don't care if you're like, oh, my body count is three. I want to find a girl who also has that same value with me. And like, we share that same mindset. No problem. No fucking problem. But you want to go around fucking anyone you want and then turn around and say, I want a girl who slept with one person and it's me. You can't, you, you cannot, it's, you're such a fucking hypocrite Yeah. because if you're going to go and say, well, she doesn't value, uh, get her body. She doesn't, she's not going to be faithful. Well, the same could be said for you then. How, how is it different for me? Okay. Let's say you are a girl who never settled, right? Mm-hmm. So you got, you got, you look when you're in a relationship. Yeah. You're sleeping with one person for a longer time. What if you didn't have a relationship early on in your life and you've just been getting fucked over by guys and when you're single, realistically, you hook up with more people. His whole thing is like, if I get a woman at 18 years old, she's absolutely innocent and she doesn't have baggage from her ex-boyfriend, which means that she is coming with fresh eyes and he can manipulate her mind into believing whatever he wants because he's excluding her from his girlfriends, from her girlfriends, mm-hmm. and he's basically bringing her in the cult. So like... She doesn't know anything because she has nothing to compare it to. Whereas if he goes for a 26-year-old, they're going to be a little bit smarter and they're going to be like, no. And they're coming with their baggage of like, you're not going here and you're Mm -hmm. not doing that because they're like, in a way, in his eyes, they're like damaged from like previous relationships. And he doesn't want that kind of baggage taking in a girl. There's so many things, first of all, wrong with that. First of all, his words that he used, by the way, was like, I want a girl that's innocent so that I can put my imprint on her. I'm like, that, my friend, is actually called grooming. And it's actually like a really bad thing to do. And the fact that you're almost 40 and saying you, like willingly saying on online that you want an 18-year-old, an 18-year-old is fucking weird. It's fucking weird. Only for the sole reason that she's innocent and has no baggage, which I find so funny. And again, is another way that it's damaging to men. You're completely disregarding all the things that you might have been through, that you, the baggage you might be bringing. Do you know, I, I've probably met more men with trust issues than women. Mm-hmm. But then you're going to say, oh, I want a girl who's innocent that never got fucked over because I don't want to hear a complaint. I don't want to hear this. But you're completely disregarding all the issues and the shit that you've been through that you might 
have gone through maybe i don't want that you yeah. know like it's so funny how it's always one-sided it's like the woman is the one who brings the issues but yet he says you can't be a man unless you have trauma but the woman's not allowed to have trauma it's like it's fucking weird yeah and then what once you're a girl you put your imprint on her and you realize that and she's also a, can she, you can you leave the fucking 18 year old yeah. o- alone i think it's fine when you're like in your late 20s to want to date older but i think when someone is so young so fragile and doesn't have the experience leave them the fuck alone it's like, insane let them date somebody in their age bracket and let them experience life the proper way yeah don't like literally rob them of their teen years it's an innocence it's disgusting to me that's actually like pedophilia it is though it's like it's insane that you're so threatened by life experience like you are like him i'm not saying you i'm saying yeah andrew tate it's like he he preaches this idea that men should be so threatened by someone having experience in a past relationship experience sleeping with other people experience in life like they always preach well he always preaches like he wants someone who's like from the middle of nowhere that like doesn't have a social life that doesn't travel that hasn't mm-hmm. been to restaurants but that that idea is so fucked up to me because it's like why would you value someone that has no experience in life like i thought that experience and traveling and like knowing yourself was was an asset it should be an asset you should strive to want to do all these yeah, things for you for normal people it is but not for somebody who's trying to manipulate yeah, someone that's where the whole threatened. thing is i think the whole idea is that he's threatened he's insecure andrew yeah. tate is the most insecure person and if nobody sees it then i i don't know like i don't know what to tell you no secure man cares if their woman went to travel to fucking japan yeah and 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 backpacked that's not a threat to a guy who's secure so his whole thing is that he's like women fuck up so much on dates and they think that men want to hear that they went here and they went to dubai he's like women fuck up all the time by saying that when men actually value when women actually come on a date and be like i've never been there like and that he can feel like the masculine man to show her the world and show her something she's never seen which in certain parts of that, I do agree. You don't want to always have everything put together and like you've done everything. But there's ways of sharing new experiences without having to dim your light and act like you don't travel or yeah. you don't have anything going for yourself. And why do I have to not do stuff so that you feel more of a man? That just shows me that your ma- manlyhood is so fragile that you're threatened by the fact that i maybe tried a couple of restaurants like and what i find funny about this is he's actually extremely successful extremely wealthy you know relatively good looking you know what i mean like i find he's bald veronica listen i get why he's i'll give him a fucking bald i'll give him the benefit of the doubt but it's like you know he has all these things going for him you would think that someone like at that level wouldn't be insecure wouldn't be threatened by those things because they could show you anything they could give you the world they don't need to come they don't feel insecure that they can't live up to it of course he could live up to it Mm -hmm. and that's what i find the funniest thing is like why is he so insecure over it why is he so threatened i I would think that would be the last person to be threatened by Mm -hmm. experience to be threatened by life because he can give you anything you want you i promise you you will find when you have enough money you can literally show people experiences that money can't buy you know what i mean yeah like you you just and wasn't the whole thing about life like you want to find a partner that you share the same experiences with and life like if you're somebody who loves traveling i mean you're not looking into getting into a relationship with somebody who never wants to leave the country yeah you know what i mean you're trying to find somebody with similar values yeah so the fact that for him it's like a turnoff that a woman travels is like I've never even heard of that. I've heard of so many guys who who will be disinterested in people if they don't if they're not one ambitious, which he loves an, a non-ambitious person. Yeah, clearly. And who um doesn't travel or anything, which I've I've literally never heard of that. I I just think it's it's really insane to me. And I think like I, I don't know. I just and and a lot of people say like, "Oh, they agree with this idea," but I'm like, "Why? Like what? Why well, I just I think this is one of the things that just makes the least amount of sense to me, especially coming from a guy like him who couldn't actually provide for you anything. I don't know what this threat comes from, I you know? know. It it's just it's fucking weird. Every guy I've ever spoken to has always enjoyed the idea of somebody like who loved to travel, who loved to go to a, go to restaurants. It doesn't make sense. 
I, I totally disagree with that point of view. In my research, by the way, I just want to let everyone know we actually did like full on research for this because I'm not about to stand up here and talk about 30 like like people would do to us. But talk about 30 second clips that I've seen. Like, no, no, we went. We watched all. He's I been in podcasts for two hours and 20 minutes and we we literally watch watched three of those. Like, <laughs> so I actually found a podcast that I was like, OK, I actually I can agree with what he's saying in this podcast because it was about life. It was about business. It was about motivation. And he did not once mention woman. And I actually thought, fuck, like, here's where he's actually smart. Here's where he has valuable things to say. And he should stick to it. But anyways, basing off that, my the funniest thing about guys is that they'll always if you bring up, you know, Andrew Tate, their argument is always like, but he's so motivational. But I'm like, you can get this kind of business advice, this kind of motivation from so many people. Mm -hmm. You really do not need to get it from Andrew Tate. I personally believe that a guy who says, I just like him for his motivational advice is literally covering up the fact that they actually do agree with all of his toxic viewpoints, but they're too much of a bitch to admit it because they know it's controversial to agree with him. Mm -hmm. So they're painting it like the, yeah, yeah, but just because he's motivational, that's fine. I swear to God, it's fucking bullshit when guys say that. It's literally bullshit. You agree with him. You agree with his viewpoints on women. You just don't want to admit it. You know, because if you were actually there for the motivational advice, you would be looking at so many other people that have the option to give you motivational and business advice that are saying the same fucking things yeah. that he's saying. I like I said, I agree. He does give some great insight on life and on business and on motivation. But I could never stand behind mm -hmm. someone who has will say those things, but then say the most fucked up, misogynistic, sexist, damaging shit. Like I can't stand behind someone so another, who says that. It yeah. cancels it out. Another another one of his points was like, you're on a plane and there's two pilots and you're going down and you might die. And there's one pilot that could take over. Are you choosing a man or a woman? And he said, always, always, always a man because a man is better under pressure. Okay? What? <laughs> Do you know how many guys I know that are terrible under pressure? Yeah, there's a lot of women, but are you really going to chalk it up to everybody? Yeah. Isn't it more about personality, how you are, like, who how you are, under, who's more experienced, how you are under pressure? How did it become if you're a man, you're all of a sudden you're going to save the plane from crashing. But if you're a woman, you are all dying. We're all dying because our reflexes aren't as as strong. Like, what? I think those things are so fucking bullshit. And I, that's why I think people call him sexist. Yeah, because it's a fucking sexist thing to it's say. It's literally a sexist thing to say. 100%. And then he's all like, men build everything. Like all the construction, you barely see women creating it. It's all It's all men. What do you have to say about that? I mean, I do think that there are certain fields that are more male dominated as there are certain fields that are more female dominated. Do I think that it's because of physical differences? Maybe sometimes, you know, in mm -hmm. certain things that require like heavy lifting and stuff. Do I think that women can't do it? Absolutely not. I truly believe that a woman could do it if they want to. There are many women who are in construction. But also the society we live in. Do we 100%. really feel do we really give them the opportunity no. to do it or do we feel like society say well you're not a man so you shouldn't be in construction exactly like it's funny when people use the argument of like oh well no woman do this or like men have all the dangerous yeah, why? jobs why literally why like why is it it's it's because men put it on us that we shouldn't be doing this first of all we weren't even allowed to work for like the longest motherfucking time so like low-key like we literally begged to work but anyways that's beside the point um <laughs> when we finally got to work you told us we could do these certain jobs and these other jobs were reserved for men and now you want to use the argument that like oh well women don't do this it's because we're not accepted in those fields you know slowly slowly we're getting more accepted but why would i want to be a, the one female to go work and i'm gonna have to work 10 times harder just to prove that i'm good enough to be there while everyone's slacking sitting on their ass but because i'm a woman in a male-dominated field i need to fucking prove that i'm just as good mm -hmm. as men why would i want to do that i'm not going to do that i'm clearly not accepted in this field so i'm just going to go somewhere else yeah and i always use the example of my sister who studied multiple types of engineering but she studied um mechanical engineering and for one of her semesters, she had to get an internship and she had a very high GPA. Like my sister is a very intelligent person um, and she tried to go get an internship. She was, went to multiple companies who all refused her, but hired people, men from her class that had way lower GPAs than she did, 
hired them and she literally was almost almost couldn't do her internship because she could not find an internship once she finally did find an internship because my aunt was able to pull some strings and get her in a company she went to the internship and they gave her no work because they just assumed well she's she's a pretty girl so just like whatever you could just like do this excel sheet like they gave her nothing to do because they just assumed well she's a woman she shouldn't be here anyways yeah so it's like it's like it's actually fucked how these things still happen. Like even when women try to become a part of male dominated fields, we're still pushed back and either told like, oh, they either make us work less hard because we're women don't challenge us enough or we have to overcompensate and work way more to prove that we are good enough, you know? Yep. So it's like a lot of issues that men complain about or talk about or use as a reason why we're different are literal things that are imposed by men. Like it's, it was never yeah. us who chose these things. It was imposed by men and continue to be carried on by men. And we're just all living in a society that still respects these invisible rules, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's just so funny to me. And that's why when like, people yeah, you know, in our society, we're changing a little bit, but then it's people like Andrew Tate who come through, who just bring us back. Like, right back. It's so annoying. It's insane. I absolutely adore a man in a suit. I think that every guy cleans up super nicely when they're wearing a suit and they can go from like a solid four to an eight with a suit. And if you're like an eight, you can go to an 11. hundred percent. Oh, you just skyrocket off that thing. And I'll tell you where you need to go to get this bespoke suit. You're going to go to izati.com. You're going to put in your measurements and you're going to get a tailor-made, beautiful, stylish suit Literally, that was made for you, and you're going to look so good because it's going to hug in all the right places, if you know what I mean. So head on to Izati. It is basically an app you download, and you put in all your measurements, and they send you a suit that's made for you with your measurements to your door. So with our discount code CHEMICALX at checkout, you'll receive 20% off your first suit. Another thing I want to talk about is, um, and something that's actually very, one of, you know, his top controversial things is the way he views depression, specifically in men. I feel like in the society we live in, a lot of people use the word depressed. You know, it became that socially acceptable word. It even just kind of lost not the depressed. meaning. Yeah. yeah, lost the meaning. And in, in Andrew Tate's mind, it's like, well, if the word depressed didn't ever exist, then you would never know that that was a thing and you, you wouldn't be able to chalk it up to that. Okay. But that's coming from somebody who is, one, not depressed. Yeah. And doesn't know what anyone else is going through. Like, I'm not depressed and I could still sympathize with somebody who is fucking depressed. Like, depression is a mental illness. Like, you can't just say... And I get where he's coming from. Like you said, people throw around the word depressed like a fucking ping pong ball. You yeah. know, like a lot of us is like, oh, yeah, I'm so depressed today. You're not you don't actually have depression. Mm -hmm. But like people actually genuinely many people suffer from depression. It's a mental illness mm -hmm. that it's not just you're being lazy. And that's what his thing is. is yeah, like, it's like you're being lazy. Um, take it out of the equation and start working harder. And I think that's the most damaging thing for like men's mental health. Like we always you know, it's, it's, yeah, such it's like a be a man. You're not able to be depressed. Like you should have your shit together. Like you shouldn't be. And it's like everyone lives a different life. Everyone goes through different things. So how can you stand up and talk on everyone's part when you have no idea what people go through every day? A hundred percent. And hundred percent. And I think like this is the reason why this is the exact reason why there's more men that suicide than women. The exact reason why men's mental health is not ever taken as seriously as women's mental health, because this idea that he's continuing to preach, you know, that existed. It's, it's a long time that this whole idea that men have to be a man, they can't be sad, they can't be emotional. This fuels like the whole problem of men's mental health not being taken seriously and to come on with your huge platform and tell people that they're depressed only because they don't have a girl and they're fat and they're lazy and they're not working hard enough. Sure, in some cases, there's a lot of lazy people. There's a lot of lazy men. There's a lot of lazy women. Mm -hmm. But do I think that that's the, the same people who are actually suffering from depression? There's so many people who are rich and successful that are fucking depressed. Yeah. What do you have to say for them? Exactly. They have it all and that's what you're saying is the reason of being depressed. But now they have it all and they're still depressed. So exactly. what's your answer? I don't know. I don't know. Exactly. And that's like one of the things that he says that frustrate... Frustrate. Oh my God. 
frustrates me a lot because, you know, maybe as like an older guy, you have the ability to like have your own common sense and have your own experiences. And even maybe not like, you know, when you are in a low place in your life, you will listen to what people are saying. And if you truly are depressed and unhappy with your life, you might listen to what he's saying and take it to heart. And maybe it'll motivate you. Maybe it will. But maybe Mm -hmm. it'll make you feel like shit and make you even lower and make you feel terrible terrible about yourself for not doing enough which is a struggle that people with depression often suffer from like that feeling of like i i'm trying but i can't do it i can't do it like he's only fueling those like really horrible thoughts to Mm -hmm. feel and like it's just making it worse yep um what else do we have oh the plant basically we are his worst fear because we are social (laughs) bitches and he clearly states andrew tate that He does not like social bitches. Mm -hmm. He wants to ask a girl that he meets out, which is quote unquote social. So I'm already confused. What are you doing (laughs) next week? And they're supposed to respond. Nothing. I'm home. And if they say, oh, I have my girlfriend's birthday and I'm going here. uh, Red flag. Not the girl you're looking for. Do you know that successful men, most of them, want somebody who has a life and who's ambitious and is doing things i mean i think any man i think any man <laughs> any man wants a girl who's well, doing apparently shit with their life. not andrew tate that like that's crazy to me that one really shook me because i'm like i think for me it's a red and first flag. of all just because you're a social butterfly and you're out how does that make you want a whore <laughs> But I can go out every fucking night and I'm not going to sleep around with anyone. And even if I do, who's to say? But I don't think it's about sleeping around. I think he's it's about yeah, it's about it's about like preserving yourself and being out and more men seeing you and and having your life together because he cannot manipulate you. Yeah, he cannot just hold you in a box, which is that all those things leads back to the same thing. He wants someone who's sorry young innocent unexperienced doesn't go out doesn't have a group of friends why so that you're easier to manipulate easier to do what he says because he wants an unproblematic quiet bitch as he would say and that's fucked up being a rich guy and being a hot girl is equivalent to the same thing at the end of the day because a hot girl will be able to get with any rich guy Mm -hmm. so it's like you have money if you're hot It's like Marilyn Monroe says, you know, like a guy with money is equivalent to a girl who's pretty. Mm -hmm. If a millionaire invited me on a yacht, a fucking billionaire invited me on a yacht, I, you know, and he just wants me there and I'm an object and I'm this. I'm not expecting anything intellectual to come out of his mouth. I'm actually not expecting to care about anything that comes out of his mouth. If I'm going to go on the yacht, I'm going on the motherfucking yacht and I'm going because I want to be on the motherfucking yacht and I'm using this guy the same way that he's using me. Exactly. But so do the, I care what he but has that's to what say? I'm saying. No. Like the exchange is yeah. even. But but my point is like these people at this certain level, they can say whatever the fuck they want. They can do whatever the fuck they want and they're still going to get girls going around them because girls will be like, oh, well, I want to be on a yacht and I don't really care what you have to say. And that's, I think, the same thing with Andrew Tate. Like, he says all this shit and it's like, he can get away with it because he has the money and he has the power to just do whatever he wants and girls are going to close a blind eye and, you know, be on a jet at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But, like, other guys cannot be going around with this, with these ideas, with these beliefs. Like, you're actually going to end up with no girls if mm-hmm. you go around with these ideas, you know? Yeah. It. And that's what I'm saying. Like, nobody cares what he has to say. He's a fucking millionaire. Like, he really, really money is freedom at the end of the day. Like, it'll let you get away with saying a lot of stupid shit. You know? Girls will just be like, okay, I'm going to pretend he didn't fucking say that. So the Nelk boys interviewed him and they said, what happens if you go on a date with Kylie Jenner and she has more money than you? First, he says, you know, Kylie Jenner does not have more money than me. Which, look, if you check the Google networks, it says what it says, but then again, he's done some scammy shit, so who the fuck yeah. knows if Google even hit it right? He also said, by the way, that he didn't know who Kylie Jenner was, and then I went, okay, now I can't believe anything that comes out of your mouth. Yeah. But I think he's just trying to act like... I'm the boss. I'm the boss. I don't need to know who Kylie is. Yeah. You know and who Kylie he was is. like, well, then, um, uh, what happens if she invites you on, on, you know, her jet? And he's like, we're going on my jet. You don't have a jet. You're going on Kylie Jenner's jet and it says Kylie skins. He goes, well, then fuck, sit down because your jet is my jet now. 
like do you know how sickening that is disgusting but but if she were to go on his jet it would never be sit down it's our jet yeah no never and that's sexist sexism yep (laughs) yep you know i just think like you like that's some crazy yeah i mean it's i think it's pretty crazy that he thinks he doesn't know who kylie jenner is and that he thinks he has more money than kylie but like that is some pretty crazy hot takes man and that's why i don't i just i can't for get me by it's him. the the only fans one like if she has only fans yeah. then she has to give me eight thousand dollars of the 10k she makes that's 80 percent of what she makes yeah. do you think a real man who sees his woman grinding is gonna take that that's an insecure boy but that's someone who doesn't value women as a human like everything mm-hmm. that he says it's very apparent he can honestly say what he wants about how he's not sexist, not a misogynist, all this shit. But like a man who actually values a woman as a person, would as a ne- human being, would never talk. That would way. never talk this way. Would never talk about yeah, I have my bitches, and yeah, she, I I own her. What's mine? What's hers is mine, and she doesn't own me, and I could do whatever I want. No guy who actually views a woman as a human being would say this shit. Like you, you, you could say what you want. Women are beautiful. They're so special. They're better at certain things than men. It doesn't matter. It's it literally, it, it, it just, you cannot say that. It's like saying I'm not racist because I have a black friend, but saying racist ass shit. You know what I mean? Like it's the exact same thing. You can't do that. You can't pretend like, oh yeah, but I love women. They're so beautiful. And then go and say all this shit that literally proves you don't see us as a human being. Like it, it cancels out. Yeah. Literally cancels out. But like. Also, the idea, like, of course, somebody of like a high caliber and like a millionaire and and all this stuff, this high in quotation marks, high value man shit. It's just as hard to find a in quotation marks, high value woman. You know, it's the same kind of rarity. Like you can't go around saying like, oh, well, you're never going to find a man like me. Okay, well, you're not going to find a girl like me. Sorry. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it just shows that you constantly view men like and you want to say uh, men and women have differences sure but like you literally don't view me as an equal human being like let alone whatever differences in gender we might have like you don't view me as an equal human being it's always like you're never gonna find someone like me or like i could do this and you can't do this and i could do this like why would you want to be in a relationship with someone like that like these are not real relationships and that's what i'm saying like this one percenter point of view is not I don't think he cares about a real relationship. I don't think he gives a fuck. And if he has the power to not give a fuck and to still talk shit like this and to still get girls, then so be it. Do it. But don't do it on the internet where a Mm -hmm. bunch of young kids are watching you and taking every single word that you're saying and applying it to their own life and they don't have remotely even a squinch. That's not a word, but whatever. (laughs) A literal (laughs) fraction of the life that you have and applying it to their life what you're gonna get is gonna be a real big mess and i'm pretty sure like logan paul said like the effects of this whole like andrew tate thing and like his kind of content is gonna be seen for like such a long time Mm -hmm. and i think we're already seeing effects like negative effects of it like like we said in our comment section Mm -hmm. it's always like young kids either like tearing us down for how we look telling us we're stupid telling us we're whores telling us that we don't have fathers like all this fucked up shit that should not be coming out of someone's mouth and let me tell you it is never ever coming from a woman and i look on guys podcasts and i never see women commenting shit like that never 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 and like i, I even, think it's also fucked up being two people who come from literally two great families to hear things like fatherless like yeah why because we're saying what nobody else is saying like when did us having a voice become a oh well you know what i mean like that shouldn't be spoken about like you shouldn't even talking about dicks fucking anything should not be the oh well you you're fatherless why everyone else talks yeah. about it why is it a problem because we are saying it out loud on camera like i, I don't i don't get it i don't it's get insane. it and also like i was looking into some stuff of like you know the effects of andrew tate and i was seeing a couple of teachers writing posts about like things that they've noticed in their classrooms of like mm-hmm. younger kids and in one of the posts um a teacher was talking about how she had like a couple of boys in her class refused to read an essay because it was written by a woman how fucked up is that like how fucked up is that and basically saying like women shouldn't have jobs men are smarter like literal kids literal i think it was like an, a class of 11 year olds or something saying like women shouldn't have jobs and then she was like well i'm a teacher and she's like yeah but a teacher is like a woman's job so you're allowed to be a teacher like i was like 
how can a fucking 11 year old be saying this right now and like that's how can andrew tate walk around every day and feel good inside knowing that that's happening and like look i get it i get that like just because you have a big platform doesn't mean you owe it to people to be a role model that you owe it to people to you know uphold a certain standard of person but i do think like to a certain extent when you have that kind of influence clearly and a young audience Start thinking like you a have, little bit smarter yeah maybe don't say shit that puts women's literal lives in danger you know what i mean like i don't know just a thought people yeah. go after Nicki minaj for twerking and apparently like that's the worst thing in the world how you're a terrible role model but he's literally like yeah women are literally my possession but that's like what okay you know i mean it's clearly not okay he's banned good but well, I wanted to kind of talk about that because I feel like he's on to some marketing. He's mm. basically he was saying that he's on phase one of phase three of what he's going to do. And this is phase one. And I don't actually think he's banned. I think even when people get banned, they open up other accounts. I think this is all part of the plan. Every news outlet, every TikTok is posting him. He's yeah. actually making everybody else do everything for him. Yeah, he which never is even getting had a TikTok, him, by the which way. Which is getting him so many views because it's like, because he doesn't have Instagram, he's spoken about that much more. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like, it's like the wanted man that's like nowhere to be found, but yeah. everywhere. So, so what do you think he's going to do? I think his whole marketing plan is that eventually... All these platforms that are posting him that he's either leaking all this to or I I don't know wherever they're getting all of this. Either he's sending it either. It's like some TMZ shit where like he's sending it and he's giving or people are paying him to to take his content Mm -hmm. and to post it on their page because they know it's going to get attraction. And I think eventually he's just going to stop that completely and turn it into a whole entire business where you want to hear about Andrew Tate. You want to hear anything he has to say then like and subscribe baby i think it was like blast it out blast it out get my name out there and then phase two and phase three is you need to be subscribed i don't know what do you think i i mean i definitely he already had his like hustlers university which was like an online school but i can definitely imagine him having his own platform where he posts all his content there um and and it totally makes sense i mean like it would be the smart marketing move in his part because he has all these people that are literal diehard fans yeah. for him like literally a cult yeah and, it, and he's getting even more fans because he doesn't have the platform it's 100%. like 100% when you can't have something you want it even more that that's what it is and look at us we're all just doing free marketing for him still talking about him and that's why he's a marketing genius yeah and like even with tiktok he never even had a tiktok account it never. was all just he, he he even said on one podcast he's like we had a marketing plan we rolled it out he said in six months i want to blow up on tiktok and he did it um and now he's banned from all the other social media platforms but he was able to dominate tiktok without even ever having a tiktok account mm-hmm. it was just solely i don't know what his strategy was um, I don't know if he said it or not, but no, he didn't. Yeah. He never said what his strategy was, but basically he just got like a bunch of people to post his stuff. And, you know, he said crazy shit that he knew would get shared on TikTok. And look where we are. And you're so right. Like when people can't have something, they want it even more, mm-hmm. you know? So now he's for sure going to, if he's smart. I mean, he is. God knows he's probably has something even crazier up yeah. his sleeve, you know? But like, I can imagine that he would start his own subscription site or something for people to get the content and like you can't get it and you can't share it like yeah. it's gonna be like only exclusive he's gonna have an only fans he's gonna have an only fans but for his content the people that are around like you even me watching it i was like oh wow like he's really convincing me that like i will never find a guy who's gonna be loyal mm-hmm. if he's successful yeah and imagine if that's doing that to me where i have a strong backbone like yeah. i i believe in my beliefs and i'm able to like differentiate the two if it's getting to me and i'm like oh shit like is that really real life mm-hmm. what is it doing to somebody who is so young who doesn't even have an opinion yeah and not even so young just a more fragile mind or just more like innocent to like or just someone who who actually believes in this shit like it's just gonna fuel you even harder yeah and like the crazy thing is like you know his whole thing of like 
his whole idea of like how to be a successful man is like you have to believe like you're number one like you have to truly believe like you're the man you're god you can do anything like you can achieve anything like you would be like you could be the best piano player in the world but like if i decided to learn piano i would do it better than you because i'm gonna do everything the best and i'm gonna be the best at everything and like sure like i that's a great mentality to have when you're thriving to be number one but like to it's just to have that mindset and to say those things and be like, yeah, anyone could be anything and they could be better than anyone else. And then be like, yeah, well, a woman couldn't be a better pilot. Is like, well, you just said, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying, yeah. I'm just saying it's a very contradicting, you know, idea. Well, my whole thing is like, oh, we want an innocent woman who hasn't done anything. But then it's like, who do the men normally cheat with? Are the women they cheat with innocent? Nope. (laughs) You know? You don't want to have a girl who doesn't have a high body count, but then you sleep with a girl who's inexperienced. Are you cheating on her with another girl who's inexperienced? Exactly. There's no no logic behind it. He was saying in an interview that he has five girlfriends. And it normally stays in that rotation. And if one leaves, he'll get another one. And these five girlfriends will literally be in the house with him. And they will have each other. So when they want to go to the movies, when they want to do certain things, they will go together. I said, (laughs) okay, yeah, you can have a relationship and then have friends to do that. Mm -hmm. But he wants the friends that they have to only be the friends that are in the house that are dating him. Not to have the perspective of the girlfriends going, well, what uh, what he's doing to you is not right. Like, you shouldn't be in that relationship. He doesn't want any background music that will affect their opinion of him, uh, of them dating him. So when it's time for the movies, they go them and they will even the girls who are there will be so manipulated because he'll go up to the girls and be like, you know, I'm dating all five because he manipulates all them. But you are truly my favorite. Like, don't listen to anyone else. Like, I love you. Like, the uh, these other girls are just girls I'm fucking. Like, it's it's sick. It's sickening. And then they're so manipulated that they will literally go on. They will go to the movies and then they'll come back and snitch to him and be like, you know, she wasn't really talking about you. He's like, all the girls will literally snitch on on the girls who are on like seeming other. like they're like not interested yeah. or like that they're not fully invested. What the to fuck? To be like the, the chosen one. Money does weird shit to But people. like honestly, it's and and I want to talk about this a little bit. Like I don't even blame the girls because when somebody is manipulated, the things you can uh, mm-hmm. you can do to someone is like so crazy. Well, it's like you said, just listening to him, you're like, oh, my God, kind of changing your mind over it. Imagine in real life and you're also getting stuff in exchange for it. You're like, there's, of course, like these are literally innocent girls. And and I hope that they're at least having a good time. Yeah. I don't know. I think like somebody like that, I'm a little bit shook at the amount like it's not. And and look, I'm going to be honest. It He's not even the obviously he's the voice right now. He's the master voice. But, like, if something doesn't resonate, it wouldn't be picked up, you know? You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like we, also we can blame Andrew Tate all, all we want. want, but who's fueling it? Everybody else. Exactly, his audience. And it's, like, the fact that this audience exists and the fact that there are so many people that are literally diehard fans going out of their way to mm-hmm. spread hate and all this stuff is, like, it, it kind of gives you insight on like the bigger picture that's going on and some will say well like oh it's because everybody believes and blah blah blah. but i truly think that there are deeper reasons as to why people are resonating so hard with this content and like it actually scares me it actually scares me as a woman to hear this shit like maybe for a man ha 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 whatever it's not that serious but i guarantee you if this was somebody saying this shit about men and you could be possibly in physical danger like if you if men were actually afraid of women the way women are afraid of men and we were saying shit like this. I'm, I guarantee men would be feeling the same way that we are feeling mm-hmm. right now with all this shit. Like, it's actually stressful. It's actually scary to see the rise of it being cool to hate women. Yeah. You know? And like I said, is it because, you know, there's the whole opposite side of like, fuck men, men are cheaters. Is that what's fueling this content? I don't know what it is. Is it the fact that like we're coming to a society that's more equal and men who have m- almost 
you know, always had the power in society are now starting to have to compromise and starting to see like equality. Is that what it, like, mm. I don't, I, I'm not saying, I, feel I, like, know, I, say I don't know. Yeah, like, I think it's a little bit of all of that. It's it's a little bit of everything and it's scary. Yeah. So one girl wrote in saying, saying men are better than women at certain things isn't fucking sexist. In a minute, what's your thoughts? Isn't sexist? Isn't. <sighs> I depends think, what? <laughs> I think it depends what it is. But in general, it is sexist. Yeah. Because how are you going to chalk everybody up to the same caliber? It's just not life. Like everybody is different. Everybody has different emotions. Everybody handles things differently. So to say that men are better at certain things, like he's saying like, I would never drop off my kids at an all men like daycare, nursery. Like I would trust more women. And yes. Okay. Women, you know, in society are more nurturing and have that mm-hmm. like kind of position i guess yeah. but like if a man is is giving me um what do you call it a needle or anything i'm not i'm not there saying oh my god i better have a woman yeah like clearly if you did your degree and and if you if you've done your studies and that's what you enjoy doing clearly you're not here just because yeah you know so it's just it's the same thing like in the daycares like why is there no guys that work in daycares? Because just like why there's no women who work in construction, society tells us that those jobs are reserved for certain genders. And I can guarantee you there's a lot of men that would make great daycare teachers, great nurses, you know, because just so funny to say certain things that have actually no meaning behind gender like there's nothing physically that makes us different to be one better than the other at being a nurse or being a fucking daycare teacher there's nothing there's no physical difference yeah literally either of us can be good at it so like i find that so funny do i think that there's differences between men and women yeah yeah i do but do i think that we're not equal no i think we're absolutely fucking equal yeah i think that there's differences between everybody any gender any sexual orientation any culture you know, there are so many differences. We're always going to pick apart differences. That's mm-hmm. what we do as society is compare ourselves constantly. Yeah. But I think everybody is equal. I think everybody's well, on the same plane. Well, then you wouldn't like him saying that the smartest people on earth are men. And it's a fact. And then everyone Googles it. And the girl with the highest IQ is not a guy. So I don't know where his information comes from. I don't know where he... I think he honestly is one of those guys who believes what he says so much that it's like he hasn't the thing is he has an answer for everything yeah and he always knows how to manipulate the situation even in a conversation so you can have a feminist going on and knowing exactly what she wants to say to him but then after she asks her question he fucking rips her and turns it around and and turns it it around yeah so of course he's always gonna have an argument he would be ripping us apart if he would be here right now but like i remember he was on like the bff podcast and they were like, well, we just Googled it and um, the highest IQ is not a man. So like, what are you saying? And he's like, oh, then I could be wrong. But <laughs> but then he brings it back to chess and how, you know, chess players, they just women just never make it to the end. Like, what are you saying? Just stop. Anyway, I'm so annoyed talking about him. Like me too. I, I think one of the reasons I didn't want to do this podcast is because this episode is because, first of all, I disagree with a lot of the things that he says. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like on this podcast, we try to be like positive and like entertaining and give value to people, like even when we're being serious. So I think this was like a really different switch up for us. Yeah. But I know that in the end, like it's coming from a good place and like it's coming from like, you know, for men and for women, like there's negative things that are coming out of this on both ends. Both ends. Literally both ends. And like, guys, look, if you like him for his motivational speeches, I could name you a bunch of people that you should watch instead. Because like, don't stand behind someone that thinks of women this way or that thinks of any, like even like men's mental health. Like this is just not a guy and I that think, you should yeah. be taking everything he's I think saying. the fucked up thing is, is that I know a lot of guys who are like Andrew Tate and... And when they listen, they say, but he's really speaking for all men. And that's what's sick. I think he's speaking for all insecure men. Because like no guy who actually has a head on his shoulders and is actually secure with himself and actually like Mm -hmm. believes 
in like re anything real, like a real relationship or like any of this shit, like no real man thinks like that. I'm mm. sorry. Yeah. Like no real man does like a real man wants to have a woman to have a loyal relationship with them. And look, everybody has their preferences, but like in general, like two real people, they want to have a relationship together. You should strive for loyalty. You should strive for like happiness. You should strive for like, you know, all these things that he's just like, so the opposite of, but it's not even about loyalty because if you have with your partner that you guys are in an open relationship, there's so many ways that this can go about that. It's not like men are cheaters, you know, it's like, it has to be a combined effort. It's, it's all on your preference and, and who you're with as a partner. Exactly. There's so many different styles of relationships. There's so many different styles of men or women or anything in between, anything outside of those two boxes. Like there's so many options that you cannot just put it down to like, this is how men think and all women are like this. Mm-hmm. And like, this is how it should be. Like, I, I, I just think like all the actual arguments are all weak, insecure arguments as to like why it is that woman you know all of his things are just based off of like society 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 imposed gender roles and gender norms like it's all based off this like traditional bullshit that actually is meaningless it's literally nothing it's intangible there's no real facts there all of his shit comes from like oh yeah well that's what it's supposed to be and women are better nurturers because that's women have always been the nurturers and it's like no you know like at what point is it like nature versus nurture you know at what point Mm -hmm. is it like how we were actually brought up and how we were actually like told what we should be doing you know and my favorite thing is when people say like yeah but like you know even uh the cavemen were bro i live in a condo i'm not a caveman i hate when people chalk it up to well back Back in in the the day day. but you're you're literally 30 years old you weren't living back in the day why are you talking for our grandparents but it's also you're in this world you're living the same fucking years as us like stop just like dude back in the day they literally didn't have electricity like Like, i'm sure they would switch places with us like there's a reason we are here where we are today and why things have changed and why we have evolved and why we no longer have to you know stick to these gender roles or like all these things why they don't matter anymore mm-hmm. they don't the same way our wisdom teeth fell out because we don't have to eat fucking raw meat off a fucking just killed cow you know like it's called evolution like it's okay to change it's okay that women and men can be equal it's okay that we can do the same jobs it's okay that we could both cheat or we could both be loyal you know like yeah to always use the argument of like but back in the day this wouldn't happen okay so take a fucking time machine because it's not today baby there's a reason we're in the future and i just don't get people who want to bring it back to that day so go to war <laughs> like <laughs> like what do you want me to tell you back in the day okay sign up go to war and that's the thing you can't argue with people that are so set on these mindsets because they'll always find a way to like bring it back bring it back and to bring it around and like yeah but this and yeah but that but so it's impossible and it and this is why i hate having these debates because it's actually physically impossible to argue with people that believe in these things because gender roles are intangible they're literally made up social how constructs. ripped on do you think we're gonna get on this episode because people were like if you're gonna talk about andrew take you better come with all the information you better have a male perspective on and i'm like you know what andrew tate fucking goes on every podcast and every platform and talks for all men and women okay mm-hmm. he classifies who everyone is we're going to come on as two fucking women and we're going to speak our minds. So, bam. <laughs> anyway, guys, if you like this episode, then don't forget to like, comment down below, subscribe, share this with any of your friends who think might need this. And it's your two girls clocking out, Alessia and Veronica. Love you guys. And uh, hopefully we'll be back next week with some more positive content. But uh, glad we got to get this off our chest. (laughs) Just so you all know where we really stand in the world, man. (laughs)